That's Amen. You just leave that alone right there. Praise God. You appreciate powerful praise and worship? You know, we're not here to worship our worship. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean by that? Not here to worship. We're here to worship the king. Amen. It's all right to give honor, and, and you know, we, we give honor to our praise team. They're not up here for a show or, or to impress. We shouldn't do anything. To, I don't preach to impress. We don't have services to impress. We don't have, um, uh, we need a little light in the house here. And then um, we, don't, we don't up here singing and playing to impress anybody because there's nobody. You know, that's the, th the, the, the thing about, um, just the, the, the thing about, understanding the finished work is that you you just free to be you not died to self that's not what Paul was talking about when he said I die daily he's talking about I face death daily God doesn't want us killing ourselves we died with Christ and because we died with Christ I mean we're free there's nobody to impress we are just we are who we are and and all things are naked and open in the eyes of him. There's, there's, so there's nothing, there's no shame, no no hiding. Just be free. So many times people are trying to impress people. Let me just help somebody. Don't live to impress people. Don't try to impress your pastor or your boss or your family. Amen. God doesn't want us to be puppets to people. He wants us to be free and just live a life just flowing, a life of love and just, just receiving the love of the Father. Amen. I just had a couple of things just to want to, sometimes these little side journeys helps people, but I, one thing, shame. I believe there's somebody under the sound of my voice, I don't know if they're here or just watching online, wherever, Indianapolis, you're dealing with um, shame, shame of the past. Release that. Jesus took your shame on the cross. Hmm? Amen. There's the thing that you... Let me see if I can get this out right. There's the thing that you do that you could be ashamed of in your past, okay? So you know when you understand that that's forgiven, there, there are people who, okay, I know I'm forgiven of that, but then they can live in the shame, which is the aftermath of what they did. Does that make sense? That come all right? So... You're shamed about the thing. The thing you understand is forgiven, but now you're feeling shame. But you need to release that shame. Because Jesus took that along with what you did. Amen. Disappointed in yourself. Because sometimes we can be hard, harder on ourselves than anybody else can be. I'm preaching here. 
So don't live in shame and disappointment. Be free. Just receive this, just this red hot love, this passionate love that we learned last week that, that God loves us with the same passionate love that he has for Jesus. Amen? And you're, you're going you're gonna to make mistakes and you're going to miss it. But that's okay because Jesus hit the bullseye for you. We sang about the fact that he's perfect in all of his ways. And it's his perfect love that drives out all fear from our lives. Amen. Um, I almost played it today, but I didn't because I, I think Ashley might be mad at me because I played a blooper. I put, we had a really good, uh, I'm, I'm free now from the announcements. And so we're, we're doing some recording and uh, we've got some people that help us. And one of those is, is uh, Ashley Barnett. And, and if you, I, I'm not playing it today, but if you go on the summit page, you can actually, what some page it's on. Um, oh yeah, the Summit Church community page, I posted it. And, uh, but I know Ashley's okay with it because she's just free. She was like making mistakes and stuff. And I, and I played that because, um, many of you know Ashley, she's an international model. You can pick up a magazine and see her in there, you know, I mean, nationally. So, internationally. So, and, but yet, I w it was fun watching somebody else make mistakes other than myself. Because I know about making different, uh, all these uh, various um, or multiple takes of a recording and watching somebody else do it. It was kind of fun. And, uh, and, but she laughed at it and just went on. It's no big deal. She didn't feel bad. Because, uh, and, I, and I put that out there for, you know, for this reason. Well, two reasons. It was funny. And then two, to let you know that even people who are professional, see, you just see a finished product when you see it on TV. But you don't know how many times, and we talked about that, you don't, you don't know how many times that she does it over and over and over again. And then you get, you get, that, you get that right once. So it's just having fun with it. Amen. So, so that's really cool. So, uh, oh, so tonight, some of you um, forgot about supporting me on Monday. I know that uh, you wanted to, but for some reason, maybe you had an appointment. Or uh, now, just be free. If you if you missed it, I'm not condemning you. God's not mad at you. Just me. No, I'm not mad at you. It's just I'd appreciate if anybody if anybody showed up. I know people are busy. Everybody's got something to do these days. So I understand that. You always can't come on and get online. You don't sit there on your phone with your phone in your face all the time. I know you don't because you don't have it uh, in front of your face right now. It's just in your lap. <laughs> so... Um, but if you're free tonight, I'd appreciate your support. 
nothing bad's going to happen to you if you don't show up. I'm going to love you just the same. But um, 6 o'clock tonight, we're going to do an encore presentation. Of uh, Now, it went well Monday, but we're going to do it this time. on a, We'll try a different day. We're going to do it on Sunday. We're going to replay Don Pope uh, and I'm the illustrator of my new book, Gospel Sketch Notes. Um, and uh, we still, do we have any? Any more left? We had to, we ordered some more. Thirteen left. Okay. And I brought one I found laying around the house, so it should be fourteen now. So, uh, so go ahead and get that. But Dawn and I talk about the book. It's a it's it's a combination of words and pictures. It's a whole year's worth of messages, and it's a really good study tool. It's where you can just really grasp the whole of of um, the key concepts, key points of the message just by looking at pictures is fun. You can grab a hold of something. If you have limited study time, you can just jump on there and boom, you can hit it real quick and, and look at it and, 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 and get something that makes really good use of your study time. So Gospel Sketch Notes is available in the bookstore tonight at 6 o'clock. So what are you doing at 6? They call it a, a premiere. That was the first one that I've ever done. It's a Facebook premiere. Uh, we are It's pre-recorded, but it's live at the time and, and I'll be available. Dawn's out of town. I don't know if she's be, be available, but she she was there on uh, on Monday. But tonight I'll be there. I'll be in the chat room, okay, available to uh, to, to uh, communicate and talk to talk to folks and invite people. And I think you might be able to do a watch party. I'm not sure about that, but you might be able to do a watch party. Well, what's a watch party? If you see the little purple icon up underneath there, you can share that with your friends and say, "Hey, join me," because my pastor is talking about this new book, and then you can share it that way. I think you can do a watch party. Can you do a watch party right now? You can do a watch party, and the people that are that are at home, and that uh, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm, okay, yeah. So there's that little purple icon that says watch party. You can just actually, uh, while you're sitting here, I think we need to use these tools for the kingdom. I said, Pastor, why are you talking about Facebook and stuff? It's because these are tools. And we can get the word out. So you can do a watch party with people right now and say, hey, come and watch with me. And then you can um, chat with them and communicate. Because uh, well, y'all already doing that. I'm looking here while I'm while the service is going on. Y'all talking there. Oh, that's, they're sitting right there. Why they? But they communicate. It's just, it's just the, it's what people do. Amen. So it's cool. I'm cool with it. So today I'm going to talk about the parable of the sower. I got stirred up in my Bible Study time this week. Oh, I forgot I can control this up in here. Y'all can get ahead of me if you want. Let's, we're going to meet me over in Matthew 13. And it should be in your notes somewhere on the app. Praise God. There's a lot here. You know, Jesus, according to Jesus, if you understand this, this is so important. This is the granddaddy of all the parables. Because Jesus, Jesus said, if you don't understand this, how can you understand all the parables? And I love how Jesus taught uh, many times in parables. He, he illustrated uh, spiritual truths by, by telling stories and giving analogies, and illustrations, so forth. All right, let's just dive right into it later that day. I speak peace over you right now. 
I sense some people that are that I'm just getting getting this right now. Somebody, you you you're not resting. You're agitated and troubled. Jesus said, "Let not your heart." He said, "Peace I leave with you. My peace I leave with you. Let not." The word let means don't allow your heart to be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Another place, the word says, don't worry, don't have any fret or anxiety about anything. Philippians 4, 6, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. Just let that peace flood your soul right now. The peace of God. Oh, I just sense a peace in here right now. This is just, I sense somebody just released. Release that thing. Release whatever was troubling them, whatever was worrying them, whatever was agitating. Don't fear anything. There's nothing that separates you from the Father's love, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Somebody, somebody watching. There's something, someone have come against them, in a very strong way. I'm here to tell you the weapons the Bible never says that the weapons won't be formed. It says they won't work. So whatever it's not flesh and blood that's coming against you. The devil is using those people. But realize it's not them. It's the enemy. It's an attack of the enemy. And it's not going to work. So be at peace. Later that day, Jesus left the house and sat by the lake shore to teach the people. Soon there were so many people surrounding him that he had to teach sitting in a boat while the large crowd stood on the shore. There are a couple of kinds of people that uh, Jesus dealt with. Teachable people and unteachable people. The Bible says the common people heard him gladly. It's the religious people that have the trouble with him. If you, if you look at, at it and read the Gospels, you'll see that it's the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the, 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 the religious people. They're the ones that had trouble with him. And, um, but see, when the good news is preached, people flock to hear it. When the true gospel is preached, because people stay away from churches today by the truckload. And what they're really, and they have a preconceived idea of, of what's, what they're going to get. They feel like they're going to be condemned and put down and, talking about how they're not 
good enough and they're not doing enough and what they need to do and yelling instructions at them so they have a preconceived idea of that. They don't know about the true gospel. Like most people haven't, have never heard it. But when they hear it, see, they don't want religion. They weren't flocking. These people weren't flocking to the, the Pharisees. That's one of the reasons why they were so upset. They're flocking to Jesus. And, 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 and get this, they think he's not of God. Now, that's funny to us looking at this, but here it is. So should it be so strange to you that people don't recognize the gospel today when people didn't recognize Jesus when he showed up in the midst, the word became flesh, and they didn't even recognize him, and, they're in, and their heads are in the Bible? You can miss him when your head's in the Bible. Now, Pastor, you said we shouldn't study the Bible. I didn't say that. I'm saying you can look at the Bible and miss him. And not realizing the, 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 this whole thing is about Jesus. I got all that out of the first two verses. Soon there were so many people surrounding him, he had to teach, teach sitting in a boat while the large crowd stood on the shore. He taught them many things by using storables, <laughs> combined Stories and parables. Storables. Amen. <laughs> he taught, taught them many things by using stories, parables. This is what I was talking about. Parables that would illustrate spiritual truths. Saying, consider this. Now, he used everyday life stuff that they could understand. It was a an agrarian society, so people, they, they knew about farming. So when he talked to them, he understood, that, or they understood what he, where he was coming from. He said, okay, so there's this farmer. He went out to sow seeds. And as he cast his seeds, some fell along the beaten path, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on, onto gravel that had no topsoil. The seeds quickly shot up, but when the days grew hot, the sprouts were scorched and withered because they had insufficient roots. Other seeds, okay, listen to this closely. I love it that Jesus just didn't, this, in this parable, Jesus just didn't throw this thing out there and leave it for us to figure it out. He broke it down to them. Okay, so listen, you're going to hear it twice. You're going to hear him talk, tell it twice. You're going to hear him teach, and then you're going to hear him with the breakdown. Other seeds fell among thorns and weeds. So when the seeds sprouted, so did the weeds, crowding out the good plants. This is from the Passion Translation, which I, I love, by the way. But other seeds fell on good, rich soil. They kept producing a good harvest. Some yielded 30, some 60, and some even 100 times as much 
as he planned it. If, if you're able to understand this, then you need to respond. Then his disciples approached Jesus and asked, why do you always speak to people in these hard-to-understand parables? He explained, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden truths and mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom, but they have not. For everyone, listen, everyone who listens with an open heart, remember those two kinds of people? Teachable and what? Unteachable. And Jesus is going to give, give us some keen insight into this because sometimes people on the surface, they say, you ever run into people, they think they get it, but they really don't. They, they, they say they understand this good news, this gospel of grace, of God's unconditional love and grace, of righteousness uh, by faith in what Jesus did as opposed to righteousness based on performance. They, they, they say they understand it, but in their actions, you know they don't understand it. And by what they say out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He said, for everyone who listens, and this is telling us how to listen, church, he, everyone li who listens with what? An open heart. See, I'm listening today with an open heart. Not preconceived ideas. See, here's something. Uh, I was talking with Connie Witter this week, and she was talking about how people, she said, I'm seeing something that, that, that I've never seen before, that people are really getting a hold of this grace. That people are getting it. I'm, I'm seeing the results. I mean, it's just amazing things. She's talking about some amazing testimonies, some specific testimonies. She just came back from California, and just this awesome thing happened. Uh, the one, one of the experiences she talked about was she was staying in the home of a pastor who their daughter was living in the streets with two dogs, with her two dogs, just living on the streets. And while, while Connie was there, she had prayed with that pastor. And that girl came home. Another testimony she shared about a, a, a healing, I believe it was. And it's just she's seeing that, that people that get a hold of this are getting results. And she, she came to the conclusion, which uh, I saw this as well. And you've heard me say it. You've got to get grace by revelation. You've got to get it by revelation. You can't get it with head knowledge. You can't get it trying to get it. You've you got to get it by revelation. Thank you, Jesus. It's quiet here because I prayed about that peace. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Boy, isn't it wonderful to receive with an open heart in a peaceful environment? In a safe place. Say, I'm in a safe place. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so for everyone who listens with an open heart will, will receive 
progressively more revelation. See, see we, we are growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grace is coming to us the more we know about Jesus. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Grace is, is not a message or a topic, as I said last week. Grace is a person. His name is Jesus. And so, so there's more. And there's more grace that's coming to us. Thank you, Jesus. He who, everyone who listens with an open heart will receive what? No, not more. What? Progressively more. What does that mean? What does that mean, progressively? You're going to continue. You're going to progressively. You're going to get more and more, progressively, more and more. More revelation until he has, sound like God, more than enough. Woo! Man. That's, see, that's when you know you get it when you, when, when you get to the point where, man, you something jump off the page and that word begin to, to, to talk to you. See, you don't get it until the word, until the word talk to you. Say, what, what is that, Pastor? Well, you'll know it when it comes. One time I got some revelation. I was sitting on the massage chair and I was holding a Kindle and I just got some, I just threw the Kindle up in the air, man. I just got so excited. That's what happens. You get revelation. When you see it, when you see it, the word began to talk to you. It, the stuff jump out at the page at you. You will get more and more revelation. And see, when, you, when that happens, nobody can take it. When you see it, nobody can take it from you. Watch this. But, but, say but. But those who don't listen, I talk about those two kinds of people, right? But those who don't listen with an open, teachable heart, oh, he adds to it. So the open heart implies teachable. If you're not teachable, you, see, some people already, they think they have the whole Bible figured out. Stay away from them people. I don't have the whole Bible figured out. Are you kidding me? There's a lot in here. So, but we progressively know more and more about Jesus. I'm still learning about Jesus. But people who are, who are unteachable, they think they have it all figured out, they don't have an open heart. So they can't get any more. And it's even worse. If it, the, the little they got is going to be taken from them. Because it says, um, those who listen, those who don't listen with an open teachable heart, even the understanding they think they have will be taken from. That's why I teach using parables. Because they think they're looking for truth, <laughs> yet because of their because their hearts are unteachable, that's why I love this passion Christ. It breaks this thing down, man. Look at this. They think they're looking for truth. See, people have, I'm, I'm talking about self-righteous religious people now. They, they, they have this appearance that, they, that they're trying to learn, and they look deep. You ever seen the people, they're looking deep and stuff? I've been around this thing a long time, and I'm not hating on people, but it's just a lot of times stuff. Church should not be a show. 
And people need results. I want people to get results. Man. And, and, and you know how you get results? By a revelation of Jesus Christ. So, they think they're looking for truth, yet because they're unteachable, they never discover it. Although they'll listen, but there's a way to listen with a teachable open heart. They'll listen to me. They never fully perceive the message I speak. See, they, they don't get it by revelation. He said the prophecy of Isaiah describes them perfectly. Jesus break this thing down, man. Now, he quotes Isaiah. He said, although they listen carefully to everything I speak, they don't understand a thing I say. They look and pretend to see, but the eyes of their hearts are closed. Now, understand, the people in, in Jesus' day that he's dealing with are religious people. They're the, the denominations of the day. There's nothing wrong with denominations. There are good people in all denominations, but there's unteachable people in all churches, including this one. <laughs> you understand? But I, I, would, I would encourage you to not be one of these people. Sitting there looking at me on the top of their glasses. You know that look. Although they listen carefully to everything I speak, they don't understand a thing I say. They look and pretend to see, but their eyes of their hearts are closed. Their minds are dull and slow to perceive. Their ears are plugged and are hard of hearing. And they have deliberately shut their eyes to the truth. So you can be listening on the outside, but you shut up on the inside. How do I know that, 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 that they're like that? They don't get it. They never get it. He said, otherwise, they would open their eyes to see and open their ears to hear and open their minds to understand. Then they would turn to me and let me instantly heal them. But your eyes are privileged. Everybody say, my eyes are privileged because they see. He said, your eyes are privileged because they see. Y'all see it. You listening with an open, teachable heart. Delighted are your ears for they are open to hear all these things. Many prophets. Man, you think about it. Moses. Part in the Red Sea, going through on dry land and all that kind of stuff. David, all the kind of stuff he saw. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, man, Daniel, all these fellas, all these great heroes. They wish they were living, they would wish they were in your shoes right now. Huh? My goodness. Joshua. He wished he was there. That's what it's talking about here. Many prophets and godly people in times past yearned to see these days of miracles that you've been favored to see. They would have given 
everything to hear the revelation you've been favored to hear, yet they didn't get to see as much as a glimpse or hear even a whisper. So we're, we're, we're privileged today. We're, we're living under an open heaven. See, they lived in a time before Jesus, before the cross, before the finished work, and they just lived under types shadows we living under the real thing well how come I'm not seeing the miracles how come I'm not seeing that in my life well just fully receive the message that you are righteous by faith and you'll see the miracle And see the fact that whatever you need, it's already done. And don't be impatient, even though you don't see it right now. Just stay there and keep abiding and rest and abide, which means remain in the love of the Father. Now you are ready to listen to the revelation of the parable of the sower and the seeds. Amen. I love how Jesus, that's not me, I'm quoting this. this was, I'm still re I'm reading here. He said, now you're ready. Okay. The seed that fell on the beaten path represents the heart of the one who hears the message of the kingdom realm but doesn't understand it. I don't really understand what Pastor is talking about. I, I just love when people come up to me and, and, you know, Pastor, I'm getting it. Um, somebody came up to you recently. I, I, I understand what, you, what, what, you're, what you're speaking now, what you're saying. I love that. When you understand it. Proverbs says, in all you're getting, get understanding. See, when you, when you understand it, whew, I understand. See, now, don't say that too quickly, but when you understand it, if somebody can take it from you, you don't understand it. I don't understand it, Grace. Don't we got to do something? <laughs> You're asking the wrong question. People are always looking for something to do because that's the flesh. See, people just, there's cer certain things that people gloss over in the scripture. I don't, I don't know why. Well, I know why. It's because their eyes aren't open. I glossed over it too until my eyes got open. I saw certain things, but there's a lot of things I didn't see. Like when the disciples asked him, what must we do to do the works of God? Don't you think that's an important question? They asked him, what must we do to do the works of God? He said, believe on him whom he sent. If you want something to do, believe. Well, that's too simple. See, and, and that's the people who, who leave churches that teach grace. And they're like, well, it can't be that simple. If it's hard, it's not the gospel. Um, wasn't it, wasn't it Jesus that said my yoke is easy? 
I mean, if somebody's going to make it easy, and, and, if, and if it's God doing the, doing the making easy, he's going to really make it easy. He's going to make it easy like nobody can make it easy. And that's exactly what he did on the cross. <coughs> he made it so easy that we couldn't mess it up. Our behavior and our effort, our mistakes, our shortcomings can't even mess it up. Now, when people hear that, they, uh, they think people are going to go out and, 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 and create world, world, world records of sin when they know how free they are. No, but the Bible says the opposite. He who's forgiven much loves much. And when you're under grace, sin won't have dominion over you. Hallelujah. So, When you understand it. But to see that first ground was the seed that fell on the beaten path. It represents the heart of the one who hears the message of the kingdom but doesn't understand it. The adversary then comes and he snatches away the word that was sown in his heart. See, they don't allow it. They don't meditate on what they hear and they just hear it on the surface. Uh, I don't really understand it. Devil just snatches it away. <laughs> because the devil can only snatch it away if you let him. See, these are people that, oh, no, they just dismiss it. Right off the bat, it's just, oh, that can't be true. That's just the devil snatch it. They think they're smart, but the devil just snatched it away, see. The seed on the gravel. See, the seed sown on gravel represents the person who gladly hears the kingdom message, or they're excited about it at first. This is a different group. They're excited about it, but his experience remains shallow. They don't give it enough time to where they see some fruit. Now you may not see any fruit at first. If you plant, I don't know much about planting. If I had some free time, one thing I would like to do, I would like to have a garden because I'm really intrigued by it. I love the process of planting and how you can. I was thinking I was cutting a cantaloupe this weekend. I, was, I mean, a honeydew melon. I was seeing all those seeds in the middle. I was like, maybe I should just put some outside, see what happens. A friend of mine, Skip Powell, somebody must have did that at the house he used to live at. And um, there was a watermelon. We would be intrigued. I, I used to go there and preach for him every year. His grandmother's still living. She's in her 90s. I'm going to go see Grandma. And uh, I love Grandma. She loves me, too. And, and, and Skip's Grandma, I think she might be 90. She's 95 or 90, 90-something. But we would, she would just be sitting out there. You know, people that age, they know how to chill. I mean, they've seen so much. They just sit down there and chill while you're getting all excited about stuff. So we were talking about this watermelon, and, and she just sit there listening to us talk about that. Every year, we'd go back there and see that same watermelon that come up every year. Just one watermelon right on the front porch. And she just listened to us talk. And then finally, she, she spoke up. She said, y'all worry that watermelon. 
I never forgot. It's like, y'all worry that watermelon. Anyway, I would like to do that. I don't know if I ever will, but I'd like to have a garden. But there's a process, right? You don't plant a seed, like a watermelon seed, and all of a sudden you get up in the morning, well, this ain't working. <laughs> oh, this ain't working. No, you understand it's a process. You sit there dig it. Let me see if it's really working. You digging it up. You don't have to. You don't have to Google nothing. Maybe you need to know how to care for the ground, all that kind of stuff. But but you're like, what's happening? Why doesn't the seed come up? When did you plant? When did you plant it? You get on a chat session with somebody. You get on with the expert. Like when did you plant it? Well, yesterday. Well, duh. Who is this? They're rookies. You know, they, 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 you identify yourself. And just as pastor, people identify themselves after they, they got hold of something in two weeks. They're like, well, I don't, well, pastor, what's wrong? Just keep abiding in his love. See, people don't see nothing when they get up in the morning and they, oh gosh, I'm out of time. So, they get up in the morning and like, Father, I receive your love for me. Thank you. Thank you, you love me. Now that don't even seem like you're doing anything. People want, you want to know what to do? Abide. Believe. I believe that you love me. Now, let's go to work. What time I, I got? 20 minutes to get to work. I'm not saying that's all you should do. I'm, you should have quiet time. I have quiet time. And I, but that's a part of my process. I just, I receive Lambano. I take a hold of this abundance of grace and this gift of righteousness. I, I receive the Father's love for me. I, I mean, I just abide in his love and carry that with me throughout the day. I understand I'm loved. No matter what I come against, I know that can nothing separate me from that. But it's just a mindset of abiding. It's a mindset of knowing that the fruit is going to come as I abide in his love. And the fruit is going to come through me. He's going to bear forth, forth fruit through me. As I abide in the vine, I'm going to branch. You, met, you, ever seen, you ever go see an apple tree and it's like, trying to strain the apple out. You ever see the branch strain that apple? All that branch has got to do is just stay there. And receive whatever that stuff is. Sap? Is it sap? I don't know what it is. Slowing. I don't know what it is. I said sap. I don't know what it is. And you know what? The branch don't even have to know. It just has to abide. The branch don't have to Google nothing. All the branch has got to do is just stay there. And what you got to do, Pastor, don't you got to do something? Just stay there. Now, people won't complicate it. People won't complicate it. And I'm not going to let people try to get me into talking about deep stuff. The deep is in the simple. 
If I sit there, man, and I sit there and, and just stay there under his love and remind myself and keep myself and have that mindset that he loves me. I can't finish this today, but let's go a little bit further. Shallow experience. I don't have experience with it. Shortly after he hears it, troubles and persecution come because of the, because of the kingdom message he received. See, people, the devil don't want you to hear this. This is why he, he comes to try to steal that word. He quickly falls away, for this truth didn't sink deep in his heart. Got a lot of Gotta allow that word to sink deep in your heart. The seed sown among weeds represents the person. Let's go ahead and finish this. I'm at the end. So the seed sown among weeds represents the person who receives the message. Remember the weeds are going, going up with it? So, oh, here, here man, whew, spend some time on this one. But all of life's busy distractions his divided heart and his ambition for wealth results in suffocating the kingdom message and prevent him from bearing spiritual fruit. Don't seek money. Seek the kingdom. Seek the, his righteousness, that, that he, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And the finances will come. The money will come. You seek him, not money. Then this other thing, because people like to, they like to hustle. They ain't got time for the work because they're hustling trying to make money. All right? Then, because you, you divide it. You're trying to get a hold of this word, but the devil is distracting you with this other stuff. Ambition for wealth. The other thing, busy distractions. That could be anything. Anybody, you're going to go on Facebook, check See if anybody responded to any of your posts, and then all of a sudden, it's an hour, two hours. Pastor, I don't have much time for the word. I don't. <laughs> See these distractions, but you're in control of that. See, we got books out there, books that. Collect dust in the bookstore. Books, if you could read them, boy, change your life. I think about, this is what I passed, I think about, how is this book right here, how is this still in the bookstore? Amen. Okay. So, people think they don't have time to read. You don't have to read a whole book today. Read five pages. Read ten. Get this, get this knowledge. Get this revelation. I got this lady in my Bible class. I mentioned two books to her in our Thursday night class. She don't even attend Summit. She live out in the uh, country somewhere. But she, she says, uh, next week, I read those two books. So what are you talking about? Them two books you talked about last week. What do you mean you read them? <laughs> she went and, and found those books on Amazon and read them by the time they came back next week. 
As for the seed that fell upon the good rich soil, it represents the hearts of the people who hear these teachable folks with an open heart and fully embrace the message of heaven's kingdom realm. Their lives bear good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30, 60, even 100 times as much as was sown. Hallelujah. 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 Say, that's me, Pastor. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word.